Hello, good morning. This is Festus Flourish Osemuahu welcoming you to today's edition of Marriage Diet. Today is the fifth day in the month of August 2021. You are most welcome. God bless you. Thank you for joining us this morning. We'll just continue from where we stopped yesterday. We are looking at when the victim is the husband. Of course, we are talking about um, domestic violence, um, looking at it from the angle or perspective of the man being the victim. Okay, um, you may want to refer to our other previous audios. Um, I think to, to, today is the fourth episode now, okay? All right, so we've done it for uh, three episodes, so you might need to refer to the other previous ones to be updated and to understand what we're going to be talking about today. But basically, we're just trying to look at things the other way around. Um, usually, women are always um, domestically abused, which, of course, should be condemned if a man hearing the sound of my voice out there and you are doing it against your wife, Hey, I'm going to be talking about that as well when we are done with this series. But we just wanted to know that it's wrong. There is no way domestic violence can be condoned or applauded in any way. So you're a man, you're also meeting out against your wife. is absolutely wrong. But in this context, we're just also trying to narrow it down to looking at it from the uh, men's perspective, where women this time around are the perpetrators. They are the ones using the instrument to haunt their husbands. And of course, invariably, their husbands are the victim here. Like I, I said in the other previous podcast, the reason why we're doing this is to actually create awareness and sensitize those men out there. You know what? Guess what? I actually had someone chatted up with me today backstage. Guess what gender? A man. And it was like opening up to me, letting me know about um, how he's been uh, abused, yeah, in his marriage. Okay, and for me, I was so elated because this was actually what I wanted to achieve, to have people come out, come out of their closet and speak up. You know, I want to appreciate you, sir. I know you're going to be having access to this audio podcast today. Thank you for coming out, for reaching out. That is so commendable of you and i'm also encouraging other men out there who are dying in silence to also speak up come out speak up don't die in silence okay god bless you all right so we're looking at the various forms of uh, domestic violence against men against husbands now the first day that was three days ago we talked about uh, um, sexual uh, domestic violence okay yesterday we talked no first we talked about physical domestic violence yesterday we talked about sexual domestic violence and so today we're going to be looking at the third one which is psychological domestic violence okay remember please always keep at the back of your mind while i'm taking these teachings that there are two instruments or two tools that you know um that determines or that uh, controls or that um, um you know that the platform upon which domestic violence is is judged and that is threats 
and control. There are two weapons, there are tools, there whichever way you may want to call them, please always take note. These two things are always present when domestic violence is in place. Otherwise, it's not different from the my the what do you call it, the regular crisis. Okay, you have a crisis with your spouse, it's just crisis. You get over it. But when there is an instrument of threats and control, that control is in a manipulative way. Okay, you know we're talking about uh, domestic violence. All right, now psychological violence is to also see this kind of domestic violence, how it abuses done in a very, very smart and psychological way where you know the act of psychology which of course has a lot to do with the work of the mind mindset and using the instrument of the mind to either manipulate the other or hold the other person bound or into captivity it's what psychological you know um, uh, domestic violence is all about there there is an intent in the heart and there is always the style of using the mindset to drive it now let me just give you a very quick example you have a woman who is domestically abusing the husband and she will still be the one that will cry out and say oh my husband if you see that man and then she keeps drawing drawing societal sentiments her way and um, if you bring them together in in a reconciliatory panel she, she's going to turn the screw you know against the man and you want if you have an ak-47 you want to shoot the man okay so that is a little bit psychological i mean psychological from the in the part of the person who is meeting at the um domestic violence in other words using technological skill to do it and then of course this second the psychological impact it also have on the recipient of such domestic violence this time around the man um psychologically broken down and sometimes even being you know be in trauma okay so now let's quickly look at how this psychological um domestic abuse works number one the first thing i want to also look at is through intimate intimidation okay what we call the the system of intimidation if a woman is meeting out domestic violence against the husband there is always that you know that thing called intimidation you you sense it there's only that attitude of intimidation on the path of the woman either because she's better paid maybe in terms of career now okay she's better paid than the man or she came from a wealthier home maybe it was even the family that sponsored the wedding bought their car for them paid for the house rent and as we speak it's in the family they are li- actually living off from the wife's family because they, they are much more buoyant and all that you know now you begin to have such a woman using the tool of intimidation as in i have all of this if not me, you would not be where you are. If not my family, you would eat grass on the ground, all that kind of stuff. And then you, such women can begin to use it to intimidate the man, the husband. He can't move left or right. He can't do anything because he's not too sure how the woman is going to whitewash him, how she's going to practically raise him down. Now, when there is that fear of the unknown, I don't know what my wife will say. I don't know whether she will change her mind and she will say she's not paying children's school fees and she's going to put all the burden on me. We have had men like this practically live with this fear, fear of the unknown because their wife is going to intimidate them intimidate them okay and so 
that instrument of intimidation it's it's a psychological tool all right now the man is not fighting like the first day rather the woman is not fighting she's not beating the man physically she's not um um carrying out these abuse in yeah beating hitting and all that i would talked about the first debate she's doing it psychologically the man is under captivity he's scared if my wife changes her mind and she says she's not going to pay for the house rent how am i going to raise this money how am i going to do this okay now if she make do with her threat of reporting to her parents about what happened recently they're going to take this car away from me which of course they bought for me or they're going to take the um withdraw or whatever advantage i have through them in terms of career and job now when that is in place and the woman knows it and she's using that tool of intimidation to drive home a point she's not hitting the husband she's not slapping the husband but she's intimidating the husband friends that's domestic abuse is domestic or what we call domestic violence or domestic abuse it's a kind of violence even when there is no physical abuse but this is happening psychologically now the second thing i wanted to look at under the psychological violence is isolating the victim from friends and family okay this is also very crucial now you have a wife who is head bent on um, just locking up the man and creating fear and controlling the man okay remember is we're talking about the tool of control and of course using threats and trying to bring the man under her arms maybe because of the error he had committed previously in the past about infidelity and the woman that you know and that's why you have to be very careful about the association you keep before i round up this series i'm going to be letting us know some of the factors causing or luring women into becoming the aggressors or the ones that are the proponents of domestic violence association is just one of them you associate with the wrong set of women who will tell you look when the 21st century we're talking about the benji conference declaration of women right you can't take this shit, man you can't take this from any man you 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 go, you're gonna prove to him you know you know this stuff you know the way they say it okay as well as those in the diaspora you you've not come here to come at camp bridges in london you can't take this from any man when you keep men quiet they will rule and run over you you won't have rights but if you stand up to them and prove that you have what it takes to confront them and use what you have to control him now you have some women make these statements and then you have a wife who started beautifully well with this husband very respectful and submissive but because of the assault that she has found herself she's being tutored and lectured on how to begin to use the tool of control and most cases what she would do is to cut this man off from his friends and family members let me give you a very good example number one the first thing she would do is to stop friends from coming to the house so the husband can't even uh, invite his friends to come over of course he, he, he will have to take excuse from the wife there's nothing wrong with that both of them need to decide together okay i have my friends coming in weekend and it shouldn't really be like uh, should i let them it should be out of courtesy okay um we just have a get together my friend is coming to visit 
okay no problem the wife should be concerned about okay what are we um are they going to take dinner and all that you know so that should be the concern and not i have to take permission from the wife from a wife and so when there have been that subtle control and intimidation or as a threat, you're going to have a husband not being able to even tell the friend, even if they were the one that asked for such opportunity to pay a visit, they say, okay, okay, I'll get back to you. I'll get back to you. They have it on the mind that they're going to consult their wife, not because they want the wife to be carried you know into what is going on, but because they actually need approval. Without the wife's approval, they can't go ahead. And, and of course, he eventually summons up the courage to tell the wife, oh, uh, Mr. Jackson will be coming in this weekend. And uh, he said he's just coming around uh, around the neighborhood and he won't just want to stop by to say hello. I- I'm sure he want to take lunch with us. And the wife said, no, 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 is, is that Mr. Jackson? No, 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 don't even, I am not going to allow Mr. Jackson to come to this house. Have I not told you not to allow your friends to come? This is good for nothing, friends. You know, you know what she's doing? Now, the man, for whatever reason, she succeeded in holding this man spellbound. Maybe she's the one financing the things in the house. It's possible the man doesn't have his residency yet, especially for those of you in the diaspora. She has. All right, if the man makes any noise, she's going to push him out there. Or if there is any, maybe there's just something that she just isn't to control the man. And so the man is going to live with that fear. And so the man will be obligated to asking the wife if the friends can come in. So what happens? The wife says no. And when she says no, no means no. Okay, you see, she has completely cut off this man, this husband, away from friends. He has isolated the husband. And then the family members go, oh, you dare not even go to their house because she wouldn't allow it. So we won't tell the parents, please, mommy, uh, don't be angry. Please, when next you're coming, you let us know. Please, when next you're coming, you let us know. Ah, and they know that the way she will even say it's very insulting. And then before you know what's going on, one issue or the other will rise up from it. And truly, she will make do with her words. You can even have some situation where she will say, come, uh, hasn't your son told you I'm the one paying for the house rent here? Or even if she doesn't say it, she's going to act it. So, and then you now have a situation whereby family members will know that, oh, you can't go to Mr. Agbenga's house, he's our brother, but we can't go there. That's his wife. I, I don't want the wife Wahala, you know, that kind of a thing. Now, what happens is this woman is trying to isolate this man from the family members. The man can't do anything because he's afraid. When the family members even calls, sometimes the wife would even pick the call issues there. The husband wants to pick the call. Say no, let me pick the call. Um, yeah, mama, how are you? How is Nigeria? How is Ghana? How is Angola? Depending on where they are. Oh, fine. I hope you, you and and daddy were okay. Yes, I just want to speak to my son John. Um, we haven't, we haven't spoken with him for some days. Oh, mama, John is very busy. He's been very busy lately. And uh, moreover. He has problem with his phone. And, you know, where he is, there is not so much of network coverage. So it's pretty difficult. Even You see you see what she's trying to do? John is there. John can't say anything. Because she has warned John, I don't want you to have anything to do with your parents. That's domestic violence. It's psychological. The man is going to live under fear. If he muscles up the courage to speak with his siblings... She can, he can't divulge so many informations, what he's going through. He, he, he can't tell them. 
He can tell the siblings that, you know, he, he practically have to leave off the wife. It's what the wife gives to him that he, he gets. If she doesn't give when she's not in a good mood, it means that she has to, he has to suffer the bad mood. He can't say anything. That is domestic violence. So when you see the victim being separated completely from everybody, and of course, this is what often push them into depression anyway, because they don't have anybody to relate with. They don't have anybody to talk to. The, the, the woman would have tried to block everybody, everybody blockable. That is a psychological abuse on the person. And then of course, quickly because of time, controlling where the victim goes. So you have a wife controlling the husband and saying, no, no, you, you, you are not going there. Oh, I have a meeting. No, you are not going there. Okay, I, I need to confirm. When you leave there, you call me. You see, such men can also be controlled by the wives over where do they go to or where they don't go to. The fourth one is making the victim feel guilty or crazy. Wow, this is also very, very psychological. In fact, this is, in my opinion, this is a major aspect of the psychological trauma that really hits these men. You know how it happens? Now, you have a woman who is doing all the crazy stuff, who is doing all the manipulations, who is doing all the controlling, and then she's making the husband look like she's the one that is right. She's making the man look like the man is at fault. And then we call it gaslighting. She would have gaslighted the man. Please go and check out what that means in your dictionary. She would have gaslighted the man so much so that the man no longer even believes in his opinion anymore. Now, because I'm going to be talking about signs, how you know those who are under such a man, especially a man, not just a woman, especially a man who is under such domestic violence. The man would have been so gaslighted that he doesn't even believe in his opinion anymore. He would need reassurance over his opinion. Sometimes he will ask you are, you, are you sure what I just said is right? Are you sure what I want to do is right? They want to check on their decisions over and over again. Because as far as the man is concerned, the wife is right. The wife takes food away from him. He de- she determines where he goes to. There's so many things under the woman's control. And then the woman is making him to feel that, look, you are the one that is wrong. It's because you are not man enough. You're not providing enough for the house. And over time, the man is so confused that he doesn't know his left or the right. So the man feels crazy and he feels he's justified being crazy. We call it gaslighting. It's a psychological tool of holding victims under control when they are domestically abused. And of course, the last one is making unreasonable demands. Yeah, it's a psychological tool as well. How would you, we've been married for 10 years, for 20 years, and this is the only car you could give to me. This car is outdated. I need the latest Camry, um, Toyota product Camry 2001 model, or I need you know that kind of unreasonable demand just because somebody wants to up her prestige, and then she feels that oh I have this man under control, and then the man says ah no but that's so expensive you know we don't have I don't have the money for that now I, I have so many things I'm indebted here I'm here and the woman says I don't care I don't care how you're going to get it. You are my man. I, I've, I've done so much to pay bills here and here. There. If you're not going to do this, I'm going to cut off all the privileges from you. If you're not going to do this, I'm not going to allow you to touch my body anymore. Go and see what your friends are doing outside. 
That's a cheap blackmail. But at the same time, she's using that instrument of making unreasonable demands to psychologically put this man under bondage. And so the man is going to weigh up the option. If I don't meet this her need now, that's how it's going to be. I'm not going to, uh, sex will be gone because I can't even approach her. And number two, um, she's going to make life really hellish for me. I, I can't stand her accusations, her nagging, her... Uh, so many things that the man might not just be able to cope with and before you know what's going on the man is actually taking off where to take extra loan i need to buy this car for my wife i need to do this that is domestic abuse or domestic violence friends i can go on and on and on and on but i want you to understand that the psychological tool is one of the smartest tool those who are perpetrators of domestic violence often deployed whether from men or from women whether the man is the recipient or the woman is the recipient is a general tool and it's one of the most lethal tool because eventually it makes you so confused that you don't even know what to do and they push you into that dungeon they push that person to that dungeon that the person doesn't even think of the way out do you know what? Let's not push this for her because I'm going to be talking about the remedies to all of this. But hey, when when people are psychologically held in captivity, you know, one of the ways you know is lack of self-confidence. I, I won't say it more than that because of that. Lack of self-confidence is always one of the signs. I'm going to be talking about this more, more later. But you just see that they can't have the confidence anymore. They are not even sure of themselves anymore. But let's just learn that and we'll continue from there. Hey, let's quickly talk about fitness now. Or oh, be aware of your fitness and your exercises. Please take care of yourself. Go about your daily work. If you can't go outside, do indoor do press up do jumping and, and jogging indoor yes you can do it you can even invest in some kind of um, you know mini gym within the house but just be intentional about your fitness do your exercises it helps you to keep fitter it will make you to live longer just be conscious and be intentional about it god bless you let's hold it here today i hope you were blessed i hope you've learned from this please let's keep sharing this message uh, you just don't know who would hear this and be willing to come out and this could just save a marriage and of course a life out there god bless you all right you can reach us our whatsapp number is plus two three four eight one zero seven one two six one four eight okay you reach us and we will definitely get back to you god bless you let's continue from here again tomorrow god willing until then don't forget if marriage is an institution then couples and singles must be students marriage care truly cares god bless you do have a great day ahead bye